BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that helps you survive the stuff that can kill you. Yeah, like avalanches or a hawk attack or being falsely accused of a crime. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Oh, yeah, like calling someone the wrong name or asking someone if they're pregnant or... Having your parents not believe you. All that sounds so hard. We should just play the song. Agreed. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Welcome to Survive with... (laughs) (laughs) It's been a week. Okay. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle Koenig. I'm Christine Kimmel. And we're very excited to be here because we weren't here last week because someone had to get surgery on their ACL. I love getting surgery. Don't you love it? I love it. You threw up from the meds. It was a rough first night home. You were in massive pain. Mm, I was crying. You were crying. And how do you feel now? I feel... I, w- I mean, I'm you're here. On, yeah, you're on crutches. I'm crutches. Your husband in. drove you. Yeah, I can't drive. I'm on a have a brace and crutches. Right. And how long do you have the brace and crutches for? I mean, the crutches maybe another week. They okay. said like up to a month, but I think after a week. Yeah. The brace, I think maybe another month. And then can you drive with the brace on or no? No. Oh, so you can't drive for a month? I don't think so. Ugh. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Here's what I'll know. Yeah. I have my follow-up appointment on next week, yeah. and then I'll get some more information. They're okay. going to take a look at this huge... I should just come with you to the appointment so I can get all the answers Why don't there. you... I, you know what? I would like that. <laughs> they you won't know. let anybody come with anyone else to You can meet my surgeon. Okay. <laughs> you know, that way you'll know him in case yeah. you need any surgery. Oh, I'm not going skiing. <laughs> but hey, doesn't mean you won't tear your ACL. There's lots of ways to tear well, your ACL. In Pilates? How am I going to yes. tear my ACL? No. You, you can, tear your ACL You can. You know what? You can just be walking... 
well, step that's into prob- a hole. Well, that's more likely to happen to me. Yes, that could happen. Lots of ways to listen. Lots yeah. of ways for a body to fall apart. And I'm learning them. And I forget, did you, did you have to spend the night in the hospital or no? No, no, no. Okay. You know what they do? They barely let you wake up from anesthesia and they're like, you got to go. You got to go. Come they just, on. They just do the surgery on a wheelchair so that they can just yes. roll you out as soon as you're done. Basically. They just shove you down. They just go, hold the elevator. And they push you toward the elevator. Hope you catch it in time. Yes. That's, and then that's, down you go. That's how things go. I mean, you've been in the hospital yeah. recently. You know how it is. It's, yeah. it's like having a baby where basically the moment the baby comes out, they're like, do you feel okay? Because we need weird. this room. Yeah. And you're like, but I can't. My insides are feel like they're on my outsides. <laughs> they're like, that's normal. Just go I mean, home. I guess it saves money, but yeah, it's crazy. It's it crazy, crazy now. Okay. Guess what we're learning about today? Tell me, tell me. How to survive being falsely accused of a crime. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. You know, this is a fear of mine. Well, this, it is. And it's one of Jimmy's, right? It's one of, it's Jimmy's biggest fear. Yes. So this is dedicated to my husband. This is. Because he, uh, I don't know why he thinks, he doesn't go anywhere. I don't know why he thinks he's going to, I mean, I guess if he goes to, you know, the record store. You know what could happen though? He, could be he doesn't have to go anywhere him. because you know what could happen. Yeah. You could. This is grim. Frame him. You could die yeah. in your house. Sure. And you know, they say it's always the husband. Right. So he could be oh, false accused. accused of murdering me. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could, if you if you got really mad at him, listen to this. You could frame him yeah. you, that you like for your murder. Of course I could. <laughs> I think I haven't thought of this. Oh my God, that's such a great idea. <sighs> Don't do it. Well, I mean, you know. <clears throat> Look, we've been in lockdown for a long time and I'm getting Oh yeah, it's hard. I'm not really in lockdown anymore, but I am. Marriage, okay. is, marriage is locked down. Lock, marriage is locked down. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime of lockdown. Just you and your spouse and a bunch of alcohol wipes you'll never use. Uh, that's, we ordered so many wipes at oh the beginning man. of the lockdown, we never used them. Just a whole drawer. Like We have a whole cupboard of hand sanitizer, and it's like, yeah. what the f- Why? What are we going to do with this now? No. Oh, you know what? We're going to have another pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll get use out of it. Okay, are you ready to learn how and what to do? If you're falsely accused of a crime. I've never been more ready, Danielle. Okay. Ask for an attorney as soon as possible. The top mistake that many people make when they are arrested, investigated, or asked to just answer a few questions, Mm -hmm. we've seen that tactic, is say anything other than, I want an attorney. Okay. Even if you know you are wrongfully accused, police and prosecutors can use anything you say against you. An experienced criminal defense attorney knows how to handle these situations and can give you advice about which questions you should and shouldn't answer. Right. Because I know, right? Because your whole instinct is to just talk. It's just to go. I didn't do anything. Oh, no, no. I didn't do anything. And I don't want to. And in my head, I'd be like, I don't want to pay for an attorney. I didn't do jack shit. This blood is. Yeah. I was just slaughtering a pig. Right. I don't know who this dead person is. Yeah. Right. That's a coincidence. I, I, I can't help but they have the same DNA as the pig I slaughtered. Their pigs and humans have very similar DNA. Everyone knows very. that. Very. You can either find your own attorney or if you uh, find that you can't afford an attorney, you will receive the services of a public defender who will protect your rights. Remain silent. Not calm. Not calm. Maybe both. I think that comes up. Besides giving your name and asking for an attorney, you do not have to answer any questions. Do not assume that you can talk your way out of anything. What See? If, but Danielle. Yeah. What if they ask me, like, would you like a Coke? Oh, yeah, yeah. Take all the free drinks. I learned that in a writing class. Oh. Like when you have a meeting, take the drink. Because that's what you're going to get. I mean, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. So when you go to a write, 
Exactly. Like when you go to a meeting and you're pitching something, yeah. they're not going to buy it, but at least take the free drink. And when you go... That doesn't make it more likely to sell. No, it doesn't make it more or less likely, but at least you get something out of the out of the situation. Ah, but, but unless it's bottled water, because we don't need more of no, that. No, no, we don't want bottled water. Oh, she has bottled water I'm today. Sorry. It's You know why? Because you're... My kids keep losing the the metal bottles well then you gotta buy a how to survive bottle on our merch i'm uh, i'm gonna buy like five of them yeah you should um good merch plug thank you, you see how i slid that in i know i am you know what pod how to survive you have real business acumen i do i really i really really do but also when you go to get interrogated oh you might be there for hours if i if if all the tv shows i've seen are any indication mm-hmm. And you might as well get a free soda as well. Yeah, you might have to take a bottle of water because that's all they're going to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, Anything to distract from the fact that your life is about to end. Okay. Um, besides, give your name. Okay. Law enforcement is skilled at asking questions to get the answers they want to trap you in a pattern of telling half-truths. The Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution protects you against self-incrimination, but... Even if you are being accused of a crime you didn't commit, mm-hmm. commit, you do not have to answer questions, right? Because it seems like, well, you want to prove you're innocent and only yes. only uh, guilty people refuse to answer questions. But they're saying, don't do jack crap without an attorney. I'm not doing jack crap. Don't do jack crap. Jack crap. Do not consent to search without a warrant. The Fourth Amendment protects you against unreasonable searches and seizures. Oh, so like if they come to my house yeah. and they say, hey, we heard some screaming right and there's blood and it sounds like a pig and or your next door neighbor yes dying at your hands and they say we want to come and take a look around and you know i say i know there's blood on my hands right and coming through the door right but do you have a warrant do you have a warrant exactly and if they say no i don't have to let them in of course not i say go get a warrant and then you can come in and look at my slaughterhouse so that that means with few exceptions Police cannot just search you or your property anytime they feel like it. I think if there's like imminent danger, they can. Maybe if there's danger to a child. Yeah, yeah. If police ask to search your home or your car, you should insist on asking to see a search warrant first. Ask to actually see the document and that it's been signed by a judge. Oh, you know, I wouldn't know the difference between a real one and a fake one. Yeah, but the chances of them having... The police having a fake one? Fake one. I mean, they're, if they show you like a Burger King receipt, then you know it's <laughs> fake, right? So that's just what they... I mean, sure, our judge signed it, but... <laughs> Even if you know that you are falsely accused of a crime, police may find something that could be used against you. Okay. So they're just saying, protect yourself at all costs. Because they're going to dig up everything. Everything. They're going to be like, we know... How many boys you went behind the bleachers with right. in ninth grade? Yeah, in my case, zero. Same. It didn't even matter what grade you said. It would have been zero. Same. Um, same. I don't believe you at all. I had one boyfriend in high school. Oh, okay. And there were no bleachers in this story. <laughs> Just a 69 Camaro in the drive-in. <laughs> don't resist arrest. Even if you're being arrested for a crime you didn't commit, it is important to remain calm Oh yeah. if police arrest you. Now, this is really important because my instinct, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people's instincts out there, would be to go Karen batshit crazy, right? I didn't do this, you motherfucking assholes. Whatever. But don't do that. Like if they want to put cuffs on me. Yeah. Yeah. Any sort of resisting, physical resistance like kicking or shoving or attempting to flee 
running or driving away from the scene or attempting to fly out of the country will only hurt your case. I don't That's think pretty I, practical. Yeah, I don't think I would go crazy and yell and scream. I think I'm too respectful of authority in that way. Yeah. Like if they came if they came and they were like, Listen, we know you killed somebody and we have the right. evidence. I think I'd still be like Go ahead and cuff me. I didn't do it, but you pro- I think I would be in disbelief. Like this, will all just get settled yes, because I didn't do this. this is, so this maybe is going to get fixed. extra calm. Yeah, like I think I also would have that. I mean, this is awful, but like that white privilege thing of like, yes, of course this is going to get worked out. I don't have to worry about this. Yeah, like I, right. this is going to get fixed. Like, well, that's definitely um, <laughs> right. That definitely plays into it. Like whether or not you have money for a proper attorney whether you yes. are fit the profile uh you know quote unquote well and i, I think you know what i'm a white lady they're probably going to be pretty nice to me i'm not going to get thrown on the ground well you don't know though i mean you're I right you probably are less likely to than I, someone of color for sure I, I i guess it also depends on if i've been accused of just murdering 75 babies yeah Ugh. No, they'll still probably teach you treat with with kid gloves. I hope I don't do that. Um, you hope you are not accused, or you hope you don't do it. Both. Okay, but if you do it, you want to get away with it, right? Absolutely. See, I just never understand how people live with guilt. Like, I have guilt for the most minor things, so I just don't understand. I just realized I don't have my headphones on. Is that a problem? Oh, Danielle. No. Can I, you hear me? Okay. Absolutely. Right. I still have guilt about. One time when my babies were about four months old, yeah, we had a double stroller, but it was the car seats went into the stroller. Yes. And it was like a long way stroller. Yes. And we lived in an apartment and I was gently going down the stairs, like four steps out of our apartment. And I, wa- I accidentally went down one of the stairs like too rough. Yeah. And it startled Alex Aww. and she burst into tears. Aww, sweetie pie. And I like thought maybe it hurt a little yeah. bit. Probably just woke her up. Yeah. And it, it still comes into my mind like every few months and I feel bad about it. Right. So so you're not going to kill 20 babies then? That, Definitely that seems, not. Probably seems... not 75. Oh, 75 yeah. it was. Wow. Yeah. You picked a big number. I know. How would you even find 75 babies? Uh, Maternity ward? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Cedars. Cedars, yeah. Um. Okay. Now let's see. Where was I? Okay. But remember, once you are arrested, you do not have to answer any questions. Even if your attorneys think you should, you still don't have to. Although it is a good idea to listen to your attorney's advice. Yeah. Yeah. Realize the seriousness of the accusations. You need to understand the seriousness of the offenses and the potential penalties that you could face. Even though you are innocent, you cannot assume that the police, prosecutor, judge, or jury will see the case your way. By taking the charges seriously from the start, you can make decisions to take actions and take actions that will increase the likelihood of a favorable outcome. Intervene before charges. One of the benefits of retaining an, an attorney while you are a suspect is that he or she <laughs> may be able to take proactive measures that could result in never being charged with a crime. In some cases, he may be able to discuss your case with the police or prosecutor and provide information that convinces them that they have the wrong person. Basically, just leave it to the professionals. Okay. I just know that I'd be like, ugh, no one's going to understand this better than I can communicate it, so I'm going to explain it. And then I'd have to get... I'm going to represent myself. I mean, yeah. Take no action. In other situations, your attorney may decide that the better strategy is to do nothing. That would drive me insane. Yes, me too. And see if the prosecutor even develops the necessary evidence to charge you with the crime. 
a witness could recant his testimony or test results could support your innocence, with the result being that no charges are filed against you. This is a good one. Gather any physical evidence and documents. If there is any physical evidence, such as clothing, photographs, or other objects that could help in your defense, you want to collect them as soon as possible and give them to your attorney. Collect any documentation that may help you, such as correspondence, emails, receipts, GPS data, or other information to prove whether you were, uh, sorry, to prove where you were when the crime was committed. So you're establishing Mm -hmm. an alibi. Yeah. Obtain witness contact information. You should make a list of potential witnesses who can provide helpful information about the incident, accusations, and the victim to provide your attorney. I guess you could also establish, like, well, she was with me there at that time, and that thing happened. Do not, do not, mm. numb nuts, Mm. post about your case on social media. I'm looking at you, Garen and Chris. I mean, it's, you know, I live my entire life. But so many people do, you know. I, I know, mean, I, I literally know. see people going like, you know, um, my, my kid's in surgery and they post it on, you know, for whatever reason online. So I could see someone for sure going, well, I've been falsely accused of a crime. Yes. Don't absolutely. at me. <laughs> you know, like, um, this is the case for every legal matter you may ever encounter. Do not talk about your case on social media and do not discuss your case with outsiders. Just as saying anything to police may be used against you. This also applies to what you post on social media or tell a friend. You have no guarantee that law enforcement will not see your post or will not ask the person you talk to to tell them what you said. I mean, just imagine like you post on social media, I've been falsely accused of a crime. And then someone like jokingly replies in the responses like, yeah, you totally so did you. it. Right. And then, yeah. yeah. In fact, it is best to remain off of social media entirely while your case unfolds. Even sharing a picture of you enjoying a nice day, even if you think it's unrelated to your case, can be used to portray you in a certain way. Like, look at this jackass. She's being, poor, you know. Uh, um, imagine just like having your phone um, sequestered or whatever. It's called. That's not the right word. Commandeered. Yeah. And like all your texts being yeah. combed through. Right. That would That would be terrible. Yeah. Investigation. If you are formally charged with a crime, your attorney will need to conduct a thorough investigation of the crime and the prosecutor's evidence, interview witnesses, and retain expert witnesses if necessary. You know what I hear when I hear expert witnesses? Cha-ching. Yeah. That costs money. An investigation can help evaluate the strengths and weaknesses of the prosecutor's case and your defense. You know, it's weird because the cha-ching thing is for making the money but also if you have to spend the money i guess you do the same sound effect right to ching yeah i don't know how i mean that, well, i don't know what the sound of money coming out of my wallet uh, that's good is. good question so do you just say ching cha ching ching cha like a sad sound ching 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 because you're losing the money yeah right right i mean you have to pay for all of that somebody does i know you okay. have to get a benefactor This is the part where your brain's going to explode. Great. Plea bargain. Okay. As unjust as it may seem, sometimes innocent people decide to enter into a plea agreement with the prosecutor where they plead guilty to a lesser charge rather than risk conviction. Harsher sentence and permanent criminal record. Once your attorney has conducted his investigation and reviewed the evidence against you, he can advise you whether this is in your best interests. See, this always drives me insane when I watch a movie or a TV show and some or, or a real life thing mm-hmm. and someone has to plead to a lesser crime so that they don't face 
a jury trial. It's just it's it's terrifying. It's like yes. it's so unfair. Yes. It's just it's just madness. When facing false accusations, certain actions may make your situation worse. Do not do any of the following. Destroy evidence that you think can hurt you. So if something makes you look bad, don't destroy it because then you're going to look more more. That's going to be really hard to do. It's going to be hard not to destroy evidence. Yeah, like all of the all of the, you know, letters back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to want to rip those up. Oh, right. Because, yeah, if you have texts that show you we're going to beef with somebody. Yeah. And then you delete them. But I guess they can find out if you delete them. Because those are going to exist in the cloud. Yeah. And then it's just going to make it look worse that I deleted them. Because they're going to say, exactly. why did you delete them? Because I've been falsely accused of a crime. Duh. My defense is duh. Good. That's the duh defense. Talk to, these are things not to do. Talk to or have any contact with a victim or witnesses. Like, okay. don't try to think you can just talk to the person accusing you no. and have, hash don't, it out. Don't send them scones. Right. Like as a, I'm sorry this happened to you, but it wasn't me scone. Right. That's like a sorry, not sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Of confessions. Talk to the police prosecutor or criminal investigator without your attorney. Consent consent to a DNA test or other test requested by the police without your attorney present. Okay. I am now going to tell you a crazy story. I love crazy stories. Um, The reason I was first introduced to the story was because this person Mm -hmm. this man was a contestant on the most recent season of uh, the amazing race what and they kept referring to him as um he was wrongfully not just accused prosecute uh convicted oh this guy was wrongfully convicted and spent almost 10 years in jail what and then he went on to go on the amazing race and they just kind of kept referencing it but i didn't know the story and so i was like you know what this might be an interesting story and it's actually more interesting than i could have thought so i'm gonna take you the guy's name uh is ryan ferguson yeah he was on season 33 of the amazing race which was the most his partner i gotta say was kind of a douchebag but he seemed like a great guy okay (laughs) well you know if you spend 10 years in prison i mean he has the guy the guy has perspective Okay, so strap in. The murder of Kent Heitholt. On November 1st, 2001, Columbia Daily Tribune sports editor Kent Heitholt stood in the parking lot of the newspaper's offices at 2 a.m. chatting with co-worker Michael Boyd. A few minutes later, facility staff member Shauna Ornt exited the building for a break and spotted two people around Heitholt's car. One of the people yelled for her to get help. So Ornt ran to get her supervisor, Jerry Trump. Don't let his name stand in. Okay. It has nothing to do with. Okay. I hope he's not related. Can you imagine oh, if you had awful. the last name I'd Trump? Cha- I'd change not, it. Yeah, right? I, would I just, think you would. I would just go by my middle name. Or just say, oh, no, it's pronounced Tramp. <laughs> I'd rather be Tramp Yeah, oh, Trump. For right? sure. Rather my last name be Tramp. Um, so, okay. So Ornt ran to get her supervisor, Jerry Trump, while other employees called 911. Heintholt had been beaten and strangled to death just minutes after meeting with Boyd. Boyd was his co-worker. When the police arrived, Ornt said she got a good look at the two men and gave the description that became the composite sketch. But Trump said he could not see the men clearly enough to identify them. At the scene, police found several fingerprints, footprints, and a strand of hair. Despite the evidence, the case went cold. Mm. Two years later, Charles Erickson saw new coverage of the case in the local news and claims he began having dreams about the murder. Okay. The article included the composite sketch drawn from Ornst's description, and he believed it looked like him. 
this guy Erickson uh-huh. goes to sleep, starts having dreams about the murder, thinks, I know it sounds weird, thinks that the suspect looks like him. Erickson and Ryan Ferguson, that's the guy we're talking about, had been partying for Halloween near the crime scene. But because Erickson was under the influence of drugs and alcohol, he couldn't recall the events of that night. Erickson began to ponder if they had been involved. But Ferguson, the Amazing Race guy, assured him that it was not possible. Yeah. Erickson told other friends about his worries. So the guy's starting to freak out that he had something to do with this crime. because of his dreams. Because of these dreams. Mm -hmm. And because he knew that that night he was... Drunk. Drunk and in the area. High. High. Yeah. And the composite sketch. And those friends went to the police. Okay. Once Erickson was at the police station, he could not recall any details about the crime and admitted he could be making up the story he was telling. Mm -hmm. Despite this, Erickson and Ferguson were arrested in March 2004, and Erickson was given a plea deal to testify against Ferguson at the trial. On the stand, he recounted the crime, but the defense was able to argue against all claims. Jerry Trump, who went to prison in 2003 for an unrelated crime, so the guy who was the witness who had nothing to do with this, took the stand and testified that his wife had sent him a news article while in prison, and at that moment, he did recognize the two men that night. So while he's in jail, his wife sends him an article with Erickson and Ferguson's pictures, and he's suddenly like, oh yeah, I remember them. This contradicted his original statement from the night of the crime when he said he didn't get a good look at the perpetrators. Oh boy. I know, this is just like one baffling thing after another. Additionally, none of the physical evidence collected at the scene was able to be matched to either of the two men. I mean, this is just like... Yep. (laughs) Despite the lack of evidence and unreliable testimony, Ferguson was convicted of secondary murder and sentenced to 40 years in prison. How? How? There's nothing linking him except somebody had a dream. Yep. In 2009, Ryan Ferguson's wrongful conviction case caught the attention of a high-profile attorney, Kathleen Zellner. Oh, she's from Making a Murderer. That's exactly right. That guy's guilty, though. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who took on the case and successfully won a retrial in 2012. Zellner questioned Trump, Ornt, and Erickson, who all admitted they lied, and that they were coerced into it by the prosecutor, Kevin Crane. Kevin. So you get some overzealous prosecutor... Trump stated that he was given the article and photo of Ferguson by Crane, so not by his wife, while Ornt and Erickson said they were threatened. Zellner decided to put Michael Boyd, the last person to see Heitholt alive, on the stand at Ferguson's retrial. Boyd, who wasn't called as a witness in the original trial, was able to complete, give a complete timeline of the night that Heitholt was killed. Zellner also discovered that evidence had been withheld from the defense team. As a result, Ferguson's conviction was overturned after serving a quarter of his sentence. So almost 10 years. That's so long. 10 years. Oh, my God. For a 20-something-year-old. In 2020, Ferguson was awarded $11 million. Yes. $1 million for every year he was incarcerated. And $1 million for legal costs. So, like, one to grow on. His charges were cleared. I know. So why did he have to go on The Amazing Race? Am I right? Um, his charges were cleared because the court ruled that there was not enough evidence to support a conviction. Despite Erickson having testified against him, the, the dream yes. guy, Ferguson says he wants to help Erickson, currently serving 25 years for the crime. So he's still in. He's still in. I know it doesn't quite make sense, right? Because. Yeah, it's like if he didn't do it, he had a retrial. Could... Right. 
There are more innocent people in prison, including Erickson. I know that he was used and manipulated, and I kind of feel sorry for the guy, Ferguson said. He needs help. He needs support. He doesn't belong in prison. Ryan Ferguson's family has offered $10,000 reward for any information to solve the case. Because, of course, the guy, whoever did it, is still out there. Yeah, and it's got to be somebody, to me, it's got to be somebody that knows him. Like, that's a rage killing. That's what they say, right? Right. If you're strangling someone, that's 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 rage. That's that's personal. a hold up. Because it takes so long. It's like it takes a really long time to strangle someone. Like, you have to really hate them. You sound like you know what you're talking about. I'm just really fascinated with this. Meanwhile, Erickson has filed two petitions for a writ of habeas corpus, both of which were denied. His most current appeal is still pending. When he was in prison, Ferguson's dad told him to do whatever he needed to protect himself. And as a result, Ferguson focused on exercise, eventually becoming a personal trainer. After his release, he starred on the MTV series Unlocking the Truth, but said he struggled to find regular work because of his public reputation. Mm -hmm. Ferguson can be seen on the current season of The Amazing Race, where he is open about his experience of incarceration and hopes for the future. So he's using he's trying to get people out of jail now, including the guy who landed him in jail. Um, That's very open hearted. I mean, I have guilt, but to have guilt about um, something you didn't do because you think you (laughs) I mean. Imagine what kind of drugs are you on that you have no, that you could have possibly killed somebody and yeah. aren't sure about it. There might be some mental instability there. There might be. He might. He was also. I mean, they were really young. They were like nineteen yeah. or something when yeah. this happened. I mean, it's 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 hard to know all the ins and outs of what compelled him yeah. to. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated with people who confess to crimes they didn't commit. It, it's, it's really hard to understand, happens. isn't it? Yeah, it really is. But it's like. We don't know kind of what motivates that type of behavior and how much of it has to do with mental instability and what people are struggling with and, well, it's and also, their reality even. Well, yes, but I think it's also that you get these, sometimes you get these cops who are, I'm just, I'm thinking of specific cases I've read about, but I don't want to quote anything because I don't remember specifically, but just like they think they have a timeline. They think they have, you know, they, they're trying to make it work. They're trying to make so, their quota. They're try- and, yeah. and they're trying to make they're trying to get their conviction. Case, I mean, there's a lot of right. coercive tactics that have been proven out. Like if you like the Central Park Five. Yes, that's that's, that's one of them I'm thinking about. It's and, such and, an intense. And it's very young guys. Yes. Um, you know, and so, these are adults. Yeah. Telling them and you kids. have to say this and then everything will be OK or whatever. So it's just, it's maddening. It's just maddening. I know you think like, there's no way I would confess to something I didn't do. But, but you I, don't know what it's like in that but room? It's for, you know, you're in there for 20 hours. You got Coke when you specifically ask for Diet Coke. Yes. Your blood sugars. You're very hungry and maybe you're cold. So hungry. If I was hungry. Oh my God. If, if we were hungry and cold. And cold. Oh my God. We would, you're I would, right. I we would, would confess to anything. Quickly. Oh my, give me a blanket. Yes. Yes, and I a did power it. bar. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just t- I'll tell you whatever you need to know. If I'm in a hard chair, yeah. <laughs> yes. If you're in a hard chair, and they're like, "Listen, we can right. get you a softer chair. You all you have to say right. is that you killed the seventy five babies." I right. would be like, "You're going to get me a softer chair? Yeah, we'll give you a pad for your chair." Oh, I did it. Okay. Where do I sign? I'd be like, "I'm a little nauseated. If you could just." Give me a seven up. I'll sign this thing right now. <laughs> so I think. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. I was judging those people. Yeah. Yeah, harshly. Yeah, I'll do anything if I'm hungry or. T- and there's three to five like scary big, people. scary men. Right. With guns. I'm yeah. really afraid of guns. Yeah, you should Standing be. Standing 
Mm-hmm. And they're yelling at you. They're yelling at you. You did this. Yeah. We know you did it. We have proof. Right. And you're like, they have proof. Well, you know, your partner in the other room says a different story. You know, they always separate oh, the yes. two people and then they play the old, your your friend over there said it was you. And then your friend said it was you. And then neither of them had said that. But then, yeah, then they turn on each other. And you're like, but I know I didn't do this. But I was drunk and on drugs. So maybe I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's I can see it. I can see it. Yep. I yep. think we're going to really fall apart under questioning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I had so much bravado about this a second ago. Now I'm like, no, you're right. I'm absolutely going to jail. Yeah. We better never get accused. No. We have no leg to stand on. I thought. You barely have a leg to stand I, on. I literally, yeah. I literally have only one leg right. to stand on right now. I thought for a minute as adult, I was like, well, we're adults. So like we can see through all of their tactics. But then I realized we are basically made out of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So we were in Crinkly trouble. paper that you fold in 16 squares to do math problems. Yes. Remember that? No. You, you don't remember? In grade school, you didn't have to fold the paper into 16s, into squares, and then you... No, you didn't do that? I, I mean, I remember doing that for note passing. Like, all the different <laughs> ways you would fold paper to, to pass a note. Like, you do the football shape. Oh. you know, there No, was this is just... You would fold it and then open it up so that it's... No, not the... Not the catcher. Not the... Give me a number. Oh, no, I'm saying the teacher would say, fold your paper... In half, and then in half, and then in half again. And you open it up, and there's 16 squares, and then you do the problems in the math oh, squares. Oh, I, I don't remember I don't know. This. That's just a thing we did. Maybe it was a California thing. You Californians. <laughs> you Californians with your squares. You hippies doing your math in squares. I don't, yeah, I don't know why that was a thing. If, and it was like brown paper. It wasn't quite white, Oh, I you remember know? that brown paper. Yeah. It's really, it was really thin. Yeah, it was smooth. Yeah. Smooth. And you use your yeah. eraser on it once, and it's like it's tears. Yeah. We definitely use that paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my god that was great danielle thanks i i thought it was um pretty interesting and then so interesting I, and also there are obviously there are you know thousands of stories of people being wrongly convicted and there's the um, there innocence too, project right? oh the innocent project innocence project which is fascinating. works yeah. to get people out based on dna evidence right is it, or maybe it's more than dna evidence but i think that was how it started maybe i know i've heard of it from one of those crime documentaries I've and watched. I, I should have looked up the statistics about people being wrongfully convicted. I'm assuming people of color are probably more wrongly convicted than people of not. I think we can just not. come out and say that. Yeah, it's but I, I for sure this true. guy because I was just curious. And then when I looked into the story, it was so weird that I was like, oh, that's that's the story you got to tell. No, that's a good one. Um, but we will be back after this. We're we'll taking a little breaky poo. I love breaky poos. And then <laughs> we'll be back with our special guest, Todd Glass. I know, Todd's it's here. exciting. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to How to Survive. I'm Christine. I'm Danielle. Welcome back. Thanks. Welcome back yourself. Todd Glass is here. We're very excited to have Todd here today. He's one of our favorite people in the world. In the world. He, He makes me laugh harder than just about anybody. Yeah. 
And, well, first of all, let's just say that we, in the first half, talked about what to do if the um, law doesn't believe you. And Todd's going to tell a story that has to do with what you're, what to do when your parents don't believe you. But before we get into your story, Todd was nice enough to have us on his show, on his podcast. Wrote a song about us. Wrote a Ooh. song about us. Yes. I mean, I Joe McKenzie, I should give him the credit. Oh, Joe McKenzie Thanks, wrote Joe. the song. But I call him and say, hey, let's get it done. I mean, it was impressive. <laughs> I played it for my kids. They were like, so impressed. Did they think so, you were famous? They do. Oh, my they were like, God. Somebody you wrote, guys were great. You guys were great energy. Like, I get nervous sometimes if I don't think there's people are going to be a loser. Or sil- not silly or, ju- yeah. or, or judgmental. Or, it's yeah. weird. And it could be a comedian. I love their act, but right. it doesn't always translate into 100%. the silliness. It's not and, like. Yeah, and me, you, you don't find funny at all, but you still no, like that's me. that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're good laughers. No, you guys, uh, can I tell you, when you left, we all said the same thing, which I hope I am. Uh, I know I can want to talk, and I can want to talk a lot, yeah. but I also. I'm, I'm, I'm a good laugher for other people because yes. I find them funny. But you guys were both. Aaron said when you left, he goes, God, they were like laughing at us and we were laughing at them. I'm like, well, that's uh, the way it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's your... Uh, Aaron like, does your, like the sound sometimes yeah, on the show. He's yeah. your Garen, I guess. But yeah. not as... We have like a roaming, a roaming like a few. Oh, that's right. You have a rotating cast of Because I, I used assistants. to have one, but then it... it uh, but they're great. Anyway. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Todd, but a million years ago, we were performing at Luna Park. Not Luna Park, Largo. Sorry. And I can't remember. I don't think I would have been hosting. Largo over on... on Yes, the original Largo. And somehow, like, I guess maybe I was hosting. I don't think I'd be hosting that show. But anyway, something happened and you came up and, like, didn't know my name and referred to me as, like, Jimmy's girlfriend or something. And I said something like, on stage, I said something like, okay, that, that's Todd. I've known him for 10 years, but uh, he doesn't know my name. And then you came up and kissed me. Oh, Do you remember that? I think because I was, <laughs> oh, I, I remember. It yes, was really yes. funny. And, and, but I also was like, it was, it was to like, you know, yeah, to go the funny. other direction. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it was yeah, hysterical. But I hate when there's someone, you know, out of the situation, everybody can know it, but we've all been there. Yes. We're forgetting about someone you don't like, someone you like. Yeah. And you just get... Yeah, and we weren't like close friends. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. were friends with my boyfriend. It didn't make sense, but it was just, it was just really But I fun. feel bad. I Sometimes when that happens, you're like, oh God, if no, you, you didn't know that re- doesn't match what's in my heart for you. Now, sometimes it might, but a lot, most of the time <laughs> to me, it doesn't. It's like, even my neighbors, I love, I hope this doesn't say anything about me, but I love all... Th- three of my close yeah. neighbors. We don't bother each other, but there's a warmth there. How I want it. You know, yeah. it's just very yes. close. Yes. Always, but we don't bother each other. And I realize I don't know any of their names. <laughs> we don't either. In our, yes. in our neighborhood. Like, Hi, how you doing? Yeah, warm, oh, how's your son? And I go, I don't know. I know. My friend goes, how, you don't know her name. Oh, someone's phone is... Oh, Todd. Embarrassing. That's your neighbor. And I, <laughs> she goes, I'm How listening. could you not you know see. my name? <laughs> It's then Meredith. I kiss her tonight, and then you kiss her. <laughs> yeah, I did like a more like a passionate, not just like I was like you know not passionate kiss, but no, like, it was like on the lips. It was really funny. Oh god, yeah, I was, I was, and it did, uh, it put me in my place. Oh <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it put you in your place. I would love if it, this conversation took a turn where she was like. And it felt like an assault time. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's why I'm here. And then yes. I turn around, Jimmy's standing behind me. Oh, weird. All I would do is to get rid of my, I'd try to like, oh. I'd cook some food in a crock pot and then he'd run out of the <laughs> Yes, that's all you have to do. 
And then the chivalry's gone. He's just, oh no, is, is that food cooking? I'm out of here. Before I forget, I want to say that not only does Todd have this fantastic podcast, it's just called The Top Glass Show, yes. right? Uh, which is really hysterical and like unlike anything you've ever. It's very like sort of. It's like a party. Flowy. It's like a party. It's like a variety show. It is. It's, it's like a cocktail party it's you wish you were invited consciousness. to. Yes. But he also does a voice on 10 year old Tom, which is an hysterical uh, cartoon that we all watched. My husband and Jimmy and uh, my husband and Jimmy. I don't know what's happening. Uh, see, now I'm getting nervous about names. Um, my husband and son and I all watch <laughs> together and it's so funny and it's very like um, deadpan. Yes. And Todd was just telling us before that like you got to improvise a lot of it, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah. About like I was saying, 50 percent, they let you just really play. And if they ever really need something, they'll tell you. But right. it's got some, you know, it's, it's speaking of names you don't remember. Like I know, uh, you know, the the more, you know, like John Malkovich plays the, uh, <laughs> oh, yes, the, uh, the drama teacher. And, yes, and yes, Co- yes. the company, David Duchovny, right. is the ice cream. Yes. Is he yeah, the oh, ice yeah, cream yeah, man? With, yeah, the... But then there's a cast of people like that I hate that I don't know their name. Right. I do. I'm on the you know in the recording yeah. thing. They're on the phone, and the guy who play the woman who plays Tom's mom yes. is so funny. I just watched Righteous Gemstones for the first time. Yes, Righteous, and they it's, and that girl, the woman that's on there, they go, Todd, that's the same woman oh, that plays the sister. Yeah, the sister. She's great. Oh, She's, that's right. I forgot it was her. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was a different mom the first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different mom. Because this was a few years ago, this show, right? No, no. This is... Uh, she could have been on the other show that he had, which I forget the oh, name Oh, that's of. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the... Life and Times. Eight Millimeter. It's not called that. It's uh, The Kid Makes Movies. It's... Um, eight Millimeter. It's not that? eight... No, I'm joking. It's not Eight Millimeter. It's... it's I'm joking. It's not... It's... Home Movies. Home Movies. Yes, yes, yes. Home, Home movies. movies is oh. the one she was on. Right. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know of. that one, but... Yes. It's, Someone it's said same. it had a feel like that. Yeah, it's the same creators. I think so. And it's like... Home Movies was first. And then, so are they doing more... 10 year old Tom? We got a season two. <gasps> yes! Yay! Oh, I'm so excited! I oh, just yay, yay, yay. Oh, fun. that's fantastic because it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. All right, so Todd, you're here today because you're going to tell us your story. Yes. Something you survived. So here we go. Um, and it stays with me to this day. Okay, the good. The fear of being on uh, ice, snow. Okay. Oh. You know, snowy, icy yes. roads. So I was, I would, every night I would, uh, I would. When I was like, probably at this point, I was like 17 or 18. Okay. I would do the comedy club in Philadelphia. Wow, you I, started early. I started at 16. Oh, oh wow. My gosh. Holy 16. ghost. You're such a baby. I know. When I met, when I meet a 16-year-old now, I'm like, I looked a little older. <laughs> 16, 16 can be really 13 looking right. or 17. Yeah. 18 years yeah. old. You know? so I, I, I can imagine that you looked a little yeah, older. Yeah, I shaved. I was embarrassed that I shaved. My dad would ask me if he wanted me to buy him a razor. I met a few other people that had the same sort of thing. I don't think 16 is early to shave. No, it was earlier than that, but I was oh, embarrassed oh, gotcha. going through puberty, I yeah, guess. Okay. I don't know. Back then, my dad... I know. Dad, it is embarrassing. I hated it's it. It's awful. Do you yeah. need deodorant? No. I know. Some, I never understood girls who were like, I want to get my period. I'm like, why? Ew. Why do you want to get older? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. I so, so, I would, uh, so I would go down there, and then on the way home, I would, you know, draw... And, and nothing ever happened, so I was very confident. Confidence. No, you know, until you crash, you're, you know, you just and drive. What city is this again? Philadelphia. Right, right, right. Okay. And you right. lived on the outskirts. I lived in the valley, in Valley Forge. Yes. Okay. Good memory. <laughs> um, uh, what if I go? Good memory, Lisa. <laughs> By the way, I got embarrassed that I was calling you Chris on my show. No, that's my name. I know, but and you, then I had to tell him it's because I call her Chris and. 
But she goes he, by Christine on the show. But yeah, 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 professionally, yeah. yeah. I texted her. I know. I'm like, when you left, you guys were an hour gone. I'm like, did I just call her Chris all night long? But she goes, no, that, that's, that's totally fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so really anyway, lovely. so I'm driving home, and uh, I, I always would get, like, I ate a lot. Like, I would eat at the club. I would eat that. And on the way home, I would stop at Denny's. <laughs> right. And it was like, and then I would get a lot. So I was eating, and I was, like, going through the bag of French fries. Okay. And my car just spun just spun around like twice. Whoa, and and I remember nowhere. just being like, I didn't think of anything. Yeah. I didn't think of anything. It just spun around. And then I, 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 I then it, then it like moved over slowly. And I'm sitting in the car to what I thought was a body of water. Uh, but it oh was, God. you know, how sometimes on the side of the road, it could look like, cause there's just ice. It yes. was just ice. And it was like a field. Yeah, you and can't tell. You right. can't tell. It could have been when it floods, turn in the water, right. but it wasn't. And my car was right there. I thought I was going to go into the water. That's so Ugh. scary. And I thought about that a lot. About if that ever happened, yeah. that I might be afraid to open the door. Because then the water flooding in. You so don't somehow, open the door. You oh, can't open the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would be afraid to bust the window oh, open. Oh, you got to bust the window because open. Because then water's got to flood in. You got to hold your breath. And I was always afraid. I'd talked about this before this happened, that I would just, I mean, I don't know if I was half kidding or not. Maybe I wasn't. That I would stay in the car and just die. <laughs> because, because I don't know, yeah. like, <sighs> take a deep breath. Yeah. You know, I didn't have that punch in the car anyway. To, we got to get him the life hammer. We have to get you the life, life hammer. hammer. My neighbor, yeah. that neighbor yeah. gave me one. I have one now. You do? Yeah, it okay. cuts the seatbelt. Yes. And it, we did a whole episode did about this. a whole this. episode really? about this yeah. exact thing. About how to survive if your car goes underwater those are the hard things to keep on you in life like you know like things that you might never need but you can't if you yes. move you if you get a new car if you lose yes. it somehow yeah. yeah keep it in uh, mine's in the car ours yes. is in the car ours is in the we car got one after we mm-hmm. did the episode yeah wow but i know what you mean because i hate i'm not like a strong swimmer and you're right. I think that would really, really scare me. But Boom. Imagine you go, hit it. We're just saying, hit the window and the window. No, you're in the car. You're hitting it. Take a deep breath. Hit it. Yeah. So, and by the way, those, do- those what are they called? Life hammer. Life hammer. God, you guys have really set yourself on this show to survive a lot. Jimmy Jimmy, and uh, 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 Oliver should really treat you with respect because you're the one that's probably going to end up saving their life. We don't remember anything <laughs> after we did that. We just remember this episode about the car. To keep in case someone ever has a dog or a kid in the car. So you can go to your oh, car yeah, and get yeah. yours. Oh, that's a really yeah. good... <gasps> I never thought about that. You have it in your car. Because those windows are hard way. to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... Are they... Because if if you do it with a... Like if you have a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Why have I think I've seen things where it's harder than you think with a baseball bat? It is. I think it you're is. right. Because remember we talked about how even if you're wearing like steel-toed boots... Yes, it's really you. It's almost impossible to kick out a window if you're trapped yes. in your car. They did this on a show on... Oh, Mythbusters? Mythbusters, yeah. And so when they did a simulation of people being trapped in the car and they were trying to kick out the window, they yeah. they really couldn't. So if you don't have one of those tools to break out a window, you're going to have a really hard time. You can use the backs of your seat. You know, your you know, the neck rest. Oh, you can oh. pull that out because it has those it has metal pointy. pieces and do that. Boom. But I don't know if you, had a, to be pointed. if you had a baseball bat. It's probably still harder than you think. Yeah, right. that's why you're, you're not going to be as cool as Beyonce in that video. You know, when she goes down and busts lemonade, all the, lemonade, she's uh-huh. busting all those windows. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, interesting. Well, she's also you probably have more force behind you if you're outside of a car and you can 
swing in, yeah. inside a car, how much right. force? You Is that what you're talking room? about? Like uh, somebody's trapped in a car. You're saying, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to go help them. You're going to go help them. Probably a baseball bat would work if you're outside of the car. But yeah. like I said, but that thing would glass be glass all over you. Right. This because that just yeah. the, the, what's it called? That thing. Life hammer. A life hammer. Yeah. And then when you hit that, it just crumbles. I don't know if it's that easy. Did you ever do it? No, no. no. Neither of you no. did. But it. you know what we're going to do? <laughs> we, we're going to start doing TikToks. Of simu- of stuff. Good. And we're gonna we're gonna our first TikTok is probably gonna be us doing the life hammer on a windshield. It is. We're ah. gonna we're gonna go drown in a no no well, no no. We're gonna just go to like the junkyard, oh, the junkyard, yeah. and find it. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Okay. And just I didn't do realize it. we were doing this, but it sounds good. I'm, I'm pitching it now. Yeah. No, you're right, and you should do it. It's yeah. a great way to cross promote. Yeah. <laughs> cross promote us with us. <laughs> um. So. You know, I just sat in my car. The weird thing was, I do remember this specifically. Um, I uh, started eating my French fries. <laughs> and yet I was almost teared up a little because I was really nervous. Did you open really the ketchup? Nervous. Did you like no, I, spr- I get never. the salt out, open the ketchup? <laughs> make it I never open my okay. ketchup or fries. I don't know why, but I never do. And I like ketchup on my fries. Okay. Whenever I eat McDonald's fries or something, I just eat them. In the car, okay. And no, it's also, when I was getting ready to tell you this story, thinking about yeah. it and going back to getting some of the details, Details. It's weird. I remembered. Oh, they, and it has nothing to do with the story because I didn't get my fries at McDonald's. I got my fries at Denny's when I got my sandwich. But I thought, did McDonald's have drive-through back then in like '83? Oh. And I think they probably. I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure they did. But um, you know, so what? Eventually, um. Okay, cop, so you're eating your fries. I'm eating my fries. You, well, <laughs> I don't tell anybody. I mean, I told you. Are that. you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you scared? Are you you still think you're near water? So you're kind of like panicking. I I I was at the point where I felt like the car wasn't going to slide. Okay. I felt mm-hmm. all right in the car, and then I just was going to just calm down for a second. And then right after that, a cop pulled up behind me. Here's when I thought, oh, this story's not long enough. <laughs> so the cop pulls up behind me, and um, again, I was still scared of cops for no reason. He was super nice. Yeah, you know? and uh, I was no, I answer- understand that. I was yeah. answering yes. him very. Um, officially. Yes. Uh-huh. And he even said, like, his version of at ease. He goes, hey, 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 I'm just here to help you. You're okay. Right. Maybe yeah. you could tell you. I didn't drink then or anything, so I was right. fine. I didn't have to worry about that. Um, not that I would have to worry. Well, I did drink and drive when I was younger. I think but, we all did. It yeah. was yeah. horrible. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not, so, then I didn't drink at that age. But right. when I was old enough to drink, I did drink and drive. And then I, of course, uh, you know. Killed got, someone? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's all it would take. Of course, they stopped because I killed somebody. Yeah. But anyway, my mom, I go on with real. the story. It was like, a real eye opener. <laughs> it was a real eye <laughs> like, And that was a real eye opener. But anyway, like, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, you don't have to point that story. out. That's, that's not the story. That's not the story here. Yeah, yeah that's what the part I, I leave out. But, uh, oh, boy, I still feel bad about that sometimes. But anyway, listen to this. So, um, you know, I was a little nervous because I did think my car was going to slip into that yes, body of water. That and, didn't uh, exist. He didn't say that wasn't a body of water. He was super nice. He got in my car okay, and he yeah. drove it out. Oh. He drove it onto the road. I know. He was so nice. Oh, so you weren't on the road. By the you way, had... I'm not. Uh, this is not a dissertation. Uh, what I, uh, I have to say this because okay. I did a lot of cop ride-alongs back in the day and people think yeah. I might be unaware of the plight of, you know... Yeah. Um, I hate when you'll see a cop on do something good and they do it on TikTok and then they go, oh, this is the re-. No, you know yeah, what? Yeah, there, can, yeah. there, there are some cops who do good things. That doesn't okay the other stuff they right. do. It's, it's like people act like this is what they typically do. No, this is a cop doing a good thing and right. that happens. But overwhelmingly, uh, you know. Yeah. We're here for nuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, 
So you were on the road, and when you spun out, I you went landed completely around twice, and then you landed in grass. No, I landed on. Yeah, I guess like you know you off forget some of the details off the road. Gotcha. Okay. The car went to the side. So he so he I'm got coming in. down the thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know what it was it was uh, like a meadow. Yeah, like like like, like I said, when it floods, it could. It could uh, be lakeish. It could be. You know what I'm thinking now? It's funny how when you retell the story in the detail, that's why maybe people that are up for like, you know, like in court, they might genuinely forget. Because I realized (laughs) my car spun out and went because I was going down the highway on the road. Was it going on the right? Oh, no, it was on the right. Because, yeah, I would be on the right. Yeah. So my went to the right. Yeah. No big deal. I'm sorry. So anyway, I did. I I drove home and um, it was late. But my parents were up, uh-huh. and my brother was up, and I started telling them the story. And uh-huh. this is the part that gets a little great, but I know they did not believe me. <laughs> but why? why? They were like, ah. And then when I finally <laughs> thought I got them to believe me, I don't know, maybe because I d- joked around more. So, oh, so it's not even that they thought, they thought you were just being funny. They thought I was lying, right. They thought I was like doing it to be funny. Like because a bit. <laughs> Keep, yeah, as a bit, exactly, even though they wouldn't have called it that. But yeah, like doing a bit. <laughs> Your and, parents and, don't know the nomenclature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this a callback, Todd? <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, what's funny is that, as again, I keep saying it because as I sit here and you know, all the details unfold, I'm like, why would my parents think? Because I remember it went on for a little while. Like, I'm not going to say 20 minutes, but it went on for six <laughs> minutes. And then when I thought they believed me, and then we sort of moved on to other things, my mom said something. I go, why would I? I remember going, why would I make that up? She goes, do you remember what you did after we saw Clockwork Orange? I'm like, Mom, that was when I was in second grade. We lived on Stonehurst, and I felt horrible about that even then. What did you My, put toothpicks in your eyes? That's all I could think of. Uh, we lived on a road that was a neighborhood, but uh, we lived on sort of a you know, it, it it wasn't a highway, but cars would get stalled, and sometimes they would knock on the door and go, hey, I'm sorry, okay. I got... And one night, my, that happened. I specifically remember, specifically, my parents got home from Clockwork Orange, or they had seen it a week ago, and my dad, my mom, she goes, she goes, I feel so bad. We just saw Clockwork Orange, and we're spooked. My husband's throwing the phone on the back patio. You can use it. You know, that way we oh, shut the door. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. my mom went upstairs, and I remember she was filing her nails in her bedroom. I said... A second grade, <laughs> second grade, tops third grade. I'm yeah. positive. I know the house we lived in. Okay. I go, mom. The guy pulled a knife out. Oh my God. The, the, the woman pulled a knife out. Um, and then let me tell you something. My mom, my mom and dad, we we didn't get hit. The most, if we were close to my dad and he was upset, he would like hold our arm quick, harder than okay. you know, like and just go yeah. over here. But yeah. he never. Okay. My mom just started. Just this, like, like hitting me, like on my, you know, like on my. She goes, "What is wrong with you?" What? The and I, I just remember thinking, like, "Oh God, I, I oh, I can't. I, I, what, what was wrong with me?" So I go, "I, I guess I do remember." So that. she knew right away you were joking about that. She, no, not she the thought, clockwork orange. Yeah, she thought you were serious. She thought I was serious. So, I only did it for like, you know, three seconds. And yeah, I and told then, her. And then when you told her, she started hitting you. Okay. Yeah, so fast yeah. forward to now, you're 17. And she brings that up. And now she goes, "Well, why would I believe you when you were?" Nine, you yeah, well, lied to us about this. She had other stories, too. Like, oh, she goes, don't you remember this or that? And I'm like, all right. But I go, this one, I was like, that's why, believe it or not, on the podcast, 
I used to I say truth. I used to say to George Carlin, truth. It just means in the midst of all the craziness that's on a podcast, I use it in my act now, and I find it very helpful. In the midst of all the craziness, sometimes to have a story go over, they need to know you're being honest. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, it can be real frustrating in a room, which leads me back to that. And in my podcast, I'll just go truth. And if you never break it, everyone trusts you. The yeah, minute yeah. you say truth, they'll be like, oh, okay, this part's true. Right. So I should have had that back then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, and and uh, that was it. They finally believed me. They and, did. Uh, they yeah, believed they did you fi- that night. Yeah, yeah, night. they believed me that and night. And then were they concerned or were they just oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then okay. they felt really bad, you know, because they could see I was like, I was... Re- that really... Sh- that really... I mean, that car was spinning around. Yeah, I just scary. was like... Wow, and it was because I was just driving. You know, you you don't now when I see cars drive fast. I I to this day in the snow, I go so slow. Yeah. When I see cars just flying down yeah. in the snow, I just I go so slow. Yeah, so slow because that was just like having no control and just spinning around and not knowing what to do. I didn't pump the brakes because I don't even think that you wouldn't was have applicable. time probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think. Yeah, because that's when you're. Aiming towards right, and now you don't do that because of the anti-lock brakes. You don't pump the brakes. Oh, you don't pump the brakes. Not anymore. They'll do it but themselves. back then, maybe they, they yeah. were before anti-lock brakes. Yeah. So that was. Uh, oh my god, that's so scary! I've yeah. never had a drive. You know, I'm from LA, and I've never driven in snow or ice or oh, never. Uh uh-uh. uh I've never driven like whenever we go somewhere, Jimmy drives. So I've never had to drive in like bad conditions i mean rain here mm-hmm. in la which can be a little bit like yeah because snow. Yeah, people yeah. are slippery. crazy and you know i never i don't i might you know i haven't been in a, a lot of accidents hardly maybe three my entire life you yeah. know where i've had we hit somebody yeah. and it was my fault uh probably three or four times you know yeah. uh probably i think twice were my fault twice weren't so you know for, for, for that that's not bad i have yeah but so I say that so you'll understand I'm not that much of a menace out on the road. That's actually a pretty good driving record. But if I didn't have to drive, I think I'm – if I ever kill anyone, it's going to uh-huh. be in my car. Because, like, driving somewhere and you go to make a right and there's a skateboarder coming down, like, you know, or something, you know, or yes. a bike. motorcycles. And, yeah, and, yes. and or veering in. You know how many – but I have had a lot of times where, I, you know, I go to yes. veer and I'm like, holy shit. It's so yes. scary. And I go, if I didn't have to drive – then I probably then I know I know for a fact that I would never accidentally kill anybody. But There'd be no other way. It's still on the way. table. It's still on the table because you yes. drive. Because I drive. Yes. Yeah. There's a guy who, in my neighborhood and around my neighborhood, who goes out in the middle of the street now, and while there's a red light, uh, does uh, juggling. Like he stands in front of all the cars in the middle of the street. And juggles while there's a red light. I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, he's it's like his new thing. And it's, it's he's never been hit by a car. I don't know. Well, never. I mean, He'd stop I, it. I don't know how he times it that he gets out of the way. And obviously, you'd be coming from a stop, so you probably wouldn't actually hurt him. But I get scared every time. I'm like, you're a menace. Get out of the fucking way. Like, I don't want to hurt you. I get... Ugh. Plus the juggling. Yes, that's You know, uh, people might just hit him because he's juggling. Yes. Like, exactly. Like, I can't stand jugglers. 2022, 20, you're still juggling? Come on, dude. Find mm. a... Yeah, get a career. Yeah. This is now, not happening. Now, uh, 1980, you could work you as juggling a middle at a comedy club. Perfectly acceptable. Sure, you get a headline. You could open for Gallagher. Have you had to do... Um, have you had to do gigs where you're... Luckily, by the Following time I started, or magic? I guess you know what. Yeah, back when I moved, not on the road ever, not on the road ever. But when I moved to LA, there were a few comedic jugglers, and uh, <laughs> some of them were, you know, sort of funny. They all did the same sort of 
shtick a little. I guess a lot of comedians do the same shtick, but there's yeah. more of them, so it gets hidden, and there's more creative ones. But they all did the shtick, the the Republican juggler, and then they would just go, uh-huh. gimme, 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 oh, and grab them, wow. or whatever. The, the, you know, it was all very, oh, wow. like, and then they would drop one and spank it, and you know, that was like a bad pin, you know. Oh, gee. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I don't know if this guy is saying anything because it's too loud in traffic. But yeah, he's he's, he's right there. Does whole... he have like a bucket for money? Yes. So he, nah, yeah, he's not just doing it to be annoying. He's doing it to be annoying and to collect money. Um, I think he has like a funny hat or something. And then, well, he... you didn't tell us that up front. That could be fun at a red light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got like a funny hat, and then he, yeah. He somehow times it that before the red light, he does his bit, and then and then he obviously you he's know, watching the other. He's light. watching the he, light, he right, right, and he goes out and he gets money, and yeah, I mean, I guess it's passes more, the time, yeah, and it's it's more creative than just standing there asking for money. So, what yeah. if he purposely picked a long light? He, he it has to be. It's Los Angeles, so it has to it has to be. But I've yeah. heard, you know, I've heard he shows up other places, so I think he's got all the lights uh, down. What? He tours. He tours. He tours the area. Honestly, I've seen him at different corners. He must time it so that the traffic is, you know, a yeah. certain way. At, yeah. Next, we find out he makes more money than me. Or oh, us, or for all sure. Oh, he yeah. definitely does. You He's know, doing really well. Yeah. Real. I'll make this real quick. I thought I'm always thinking of like things that I would have fun doing, but could make a good TikTok. And the other day. I, someone's helped me on my block not getting a ticket from the meter maid. It's okay. always so appreciative. They knock on your door. Hey, the, you know, the meter oh, maid's Oh, that's coming. really nice. I know. I'm like, oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you. So the other day I was leaving and there was a car and I just honked my horn like three times in front of their house. They didn't come out, but I thought, I'm not oh. knocking on their door. I was a little lazy. But, but <laughs> so I thought, what if you had a PA? You could hook up a PA to any car. Yes. And you drove around. A, you'd have to just put on the side of your car a banner or a sticker that says... <laughs> tips only to make it like a thing and you had a PA and you just went uh, there's a brown car outside and it's not about how many people wouldn't come out because they don't hear you it's uh-huh. just the amount that would come yes. out and they go oh thank you and you and shoot they it tip you. and they tip you and then you take that money maybe you give it to a half to a charity or you make the whole thing like a feel good thing that could probably be a I good TikTok, right? I love that idea. Yes. Right? And people would love you because you just saved them $75. Yes. And they'll go throw $5 in a thing. You're spreading joy. Yes, but you right. could also do it at businesses where there's meters. But right? then they would be in a building. So would they? No, but I mean like if they're in a restaurant or something oh, on right, the ground right, floor right. or something like that. Yeah. That's a, really good. My friend said I should do it like Paul Revere, like you're you're you know, you're out there yes. helping mankind or something. <laughs> anyway. I want to see I you in a soldier's outfit. Yeah. I, hey, before I knew it was illegal, I thought about doing it at the airport. Wait, what's illegal? To put on a soldier's outfit. So, oh, I didn't. Oh, I, I meant even if like from oldie timey. Yeah, I meant like oh, the, the Revolutionary time. War. I didn't mean no. Oh, and you're on a no. horse now. Yeah, right. Like that, right exactly. <laughs> We've got this figured Wait, out. Why were you going to put on a soldier's outfit? You know, back oh, in, so that you could sit get in all first the- class. <laughs> like, when I was younger, I think, what if you just put on a military outfit? Yeah, I'm wondering now why your mom doesn't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> Of um, having stolen valor and putting on a military outfit so I could get on the plane early. What's the problem? Why don't you believe me? I can get a purple heart from uh, Amazon. You can just get those on Amazon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the more the more we talk, the more they go. Yeah, I get it. Why they didn't believe? (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. Well, Todd, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. We had so much fun. A great story. Thank you. Very funny as always. God. And now I hope it doesn't happen again. 
Todd, thank you so much for coming. We hope you'll be back on. Yes, please come back. You're already one of our favorites. Yeah. Well, you know what? Thank you. You guys are just a joy to hang out with. Thank and you. seriously, when you left, I, you, you'll know I mean this, but you appreciate it and took it in. Yes. We were like, oh, now we want to have them back and pull out like the bells yes. and the whistles. Please and it was harder because of the pandemic yeah. to get musicians. Yeah. But now I feel like we've moved past that. We test everybody. Oh, you're going to have musicians and you need to have a wine cork this time. Uh, yes. I oh, mean, a wine I opener. Got, I bought that yesterday at Vaughn's. Did fine. you really? Oh. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. It's all in place now. Because yeah. that, that, it was so much fun. We really felt like we were going to a party. Yeah. Well, good. You guys awesome. were awesome. And, and I'll invite you back. And you'll and it'll be fun to like yes, do, yes, do, yes, do the it whole, up big. The whole deal. All what? right. So check uh, Todd out on his own podcast, The Todd Glass Show. And also, of course, um, 10-Year-Old Tom. 10-Year-Old Tom. Which is coming back. I'm so excited. Second season. Watch oh my the first gosh. season. He's so funny and it's such a good so actor. so funny. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I try. And we'll be right back with, what did we learn this week? All right, so Chris, let's talk about what we learned today. I'm ready. First of all, your hospital punch card is almost full. I agree. One more and you get a free lapectomy. Oh, I don't know. Do I want that? I don't think so. What is it? I think, I don't know. Is that where you get your something tied? Your stomach shrunk? Garrett, I don't know. Do you know what that is? <laughs> it just came out. It just came out of okay. my head. I don't want it. Be like no doubt and don't speak except to ask for an attorney. If you're arrested. Falsely. No doubt speaks the truth. Right. If you're offered a free beverage, no matter what the circumstances, take it. Not at a bar. But not at a bar. Protect the environment by a how to survive travel mug. Yes. Love it. Um, a Burger King receipt is not a valid search warrant, even if signed by a judge. <laughs> or judge, a king. What if it's Judge Reinhold? <laughs> yes. No, you not even them. Listen to your attorney. Don't be afraid to leave it to the professionals. Do not post about your case on social media. In fact, don't even use it while your case is going on. That's going to be hard to not use it at all. Like, I want to take some really cute jail selfies. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure people do. Cold room, hunger, or a hard chair equals false confession. (laughs) For us. For us. Remember, we are paper. Since its inception, the Innocence Project has used DNA and other scientific advancements to prove wrongful conviction. When in doubt, overintroduce. Yeah, I agree. Edie Patterson is Tom's mom and 10-year-old Tom and also the hilarious woman on um, the the, the, the gemstones. She's so funny. She's so funny. The first McDonald's drive-thru was created in 1975 in Sierra Vista, Arizona near Fort Huat. Chuka, Huachuca, a military installation to serve military members who were not permitted to get out of their cars off post while wearing fatigues. That's fascinating. It is. Wow, I love that. Do you love McDonald's fries? I do. I love them. That's the first thing I had after surgery. Oh, that makes sense. When I could eat something, yes. real food, and then I barfed them right oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm still going to eat McDonald's fries. Yeah. I used to not be able to eat them, but then they made them uh, vegetarian. They're so good. Juggling is unacceptable. In 2022. I agree. I think that's what should be canceled. Yes. Cancel juggling. <laughs> yeah. Cancel juggling. Can we use cancel culture for some good? Yes. All right. So speaking of doing some good, I believe you have a, well, actually for us. I do. So a listener, she has an um, Instagram handle called Black Lamb Handmade. All works by Rachel. I'm going to butcher this last name. Rokue. Okay. Rokue. That's pretty. Um, thank you, 
R- Rochelle. I bet it's Rochelle. You know what? Let me know. I'm sorry. I think but it's Rochelle. We're going to have to do a, a well actually on the well actually I'm sorry. Again. I'm sorry. I, I, I love you, Rochelle, and everyone should go to Black Lamb Handmade and check out her wares. She sent me this. I hate that this is what I've decided to well actually on. The power of David Attenborough compels me. Some birds do have penises. They don't walk around with it out dangling, but when it's time to use it, they do. Ducks have the weirdest penises because they are corkscrew shaped, and the vagina of the female duck is also corkscrew shaped. Whoa. With dead ends and extra tunnels because ducks are rapists, (laughs) and that's their evolved defense against being impregnated by a shitty duck. Wait a second. (laughs) So, I have so many thoughts. Dead ends, so it's like a maze. It's like a yeah. labyrinth yes. to get to. Okay. Click this link at your own risk because looking at a duck dick is probably the most traumatizing thing I've ever done. But at the same time, wow, nature is amazing. All right. Okay, so Are we'll you put ready? that on our... Okay. Okay, so I'm going to pass you my phone now. Okay. And there's, I'm getting prepared. There's a curly arrow, and you're just going to push that curly arrow. A curly arrow. And then get ready for the curly penis. Okay. So I'm... <laughs> it doesn't want to play. No, it just doesn't. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay, so there's someone's holding a ruler out. Mm-hmm. The penis is coming out. Oh, my God. It's getting longer and longer and longer. It's like Play-Doh Fun Factory. It's, oh, it did ejaculate. Now, why did it ejaculate if it wasn't in anything? That I can't answer. We'd I have mean, to not that. That's what wow, you. Oh, that was disturbing. Yeah. But but I have to. Well, actually, the well, actually, because I don't think we said that all Birds don't have penises. No, I, I think we said some I, birds no. don't have. Yeah, penises. I don't think I might have. I might have said it. No, I'm pretty I, sure you said some. But that said, Rochelle, I can't thank you enough because no. that was very informative and creepy. And she did say also, this is of course a time where I paused the podcast to react immediately. <laughs> so many apologies if you clear this up before the episode oh, even ends. That's okay. Um, I and I you. said I can't wait to share this because it is amazing. It's so fabulous. Thank you. We thank you, Rochelle. Loved. Wow. Seeing that corkscrew penis. And then you have some more um, little, you have another note for us? I do. I, we just got a really fun review from a listener okay. that I wanted to share because we love to give love to Garen. Oh, okay. And here, hold on. Why is it saying it can't be displayed? Don't you dare do Typical. this. <laughs> you can't be seen in any form, Garen. You're just overlooked. Here we go. Okay. Five stars. Headline, most deaf you'll survive. Such fun and interesting wordplay on topics. Guests are always great. Need more Garen, comma, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Not sure. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, so they're ambivalent about whether we need more Garen or not, but... But felt the need to to write it. Yeah. So they they want us to think about it too. I well, think I, I think that's a fair. I think they probably also love Garen and are being funny in the review. I'll take it. That's possible. Yeah. And who was that? Does it say who that is? This was from Ben K twenty six twenty six twenty six. Thank you, Ben K twenty six twenty six twenty six twenty six twenty six twenty six. That's really nice. Thank yeah. you. Well, I think we should maybe dot 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 have more Garen. Actually, if you were just on mic when we talked to you, that would be that helpful. Would help. Yeah, that would make you more on the show. I'll talk to somebody about that. <laughs> Our mic wrangler. Um, well, this has been such a fun episode. I've I'm so thoroughly glad enjoyed we it. got Todd on. I know. And always fl- uh, funny? 
flunt. He's so flunny. He's full of life. Is that what you're going to say? He's full of flunny. I don't know what was going to happen there, but I think I was going to say funny and delightful and it just kind of Ah, mashed up. He's both those things. So Mm -hmm. that is, I agree with you on that. Well, I hope your knee starts feeling better. Thanks. It already is. Good. And um, until next time, remain remain calm. calm. 